Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the Be the Change in Your Marriage podcast, where I help down and discouraged mamas restore joyful connection with the love of their lives. As a wife and mom, you know you are winning when you make the successful transfer of a sleeping baby from your arms to the crib. When the black marker scribbles all over the couch aren't Sharpie. When your husband tells you your hair looks cute. When the poo's firm enough to plop in the toilet and do a one wipe jobber. When the looser kind remains beneath the diaper's waistband. When your husband takes out the diaper pail for you. When your two year old approves of the outfit you've chosen for her. When your healthy impulse to rise from your chair is perfectly concurrent with the absence of children from your lap. When you have the blessed realization that the sock you found under the car seat matches the one that's been sitting on the dryer for three months. When your husband comes home from the store with the diet soda you urgently need and or kettle corn. When the stray napkin you found on the floor of the minivan has enough wear left in it to catch the latest sneeze bomb. When there are enough sippy cups with lids for everyone to have one for the car ride. When you have the presence of mind to do something else while your two-year-old buckles her top car seat buckle all by herself instead of watching, trembling with a clenched jaw, willing her to let you do it faster. Same thing when she's putting on her shoes by herself. When everyone is buckled into their seats before the scheduled departure time. Hashtag winning. When you find the gobble till you wobble PJs grandma gave you and get them on your kid on Thanksgiving. I didn't manage it. I missed my window. Now there they are haunting me for robbing them of their ordained purpose. When your little kids eat the broccoli. When your husband eats the broccoli. When you'd rather gaze at your nursing infant than do anything on your phone. When your handheld vacuum can manage what's under the couch cushions. When your husband answers the toddler's pretend phone call. When there is toilet paper on the roll. When the puke hits the toilet. When the leftover casserole fits perfectly into a container and plot twist, the container has a lid. When you have 10 minutes of quiet, not involving the defacement of any household surfaces. When the toddler who finds you captivating enough to sit on your lap as you use the toilet is also astute enough to retrieve another toilet paper roll from the cupboard. When the two-year-old understands that the zipper on a coat must be started by an adult. Dry shampoo. Am I right? When you not only accurately identify the next important task, but get it started before a child asks to be held or for a snack. When you and your husband make up from an argument with spectacular lovemaking.
when your two-year-old learns how to love on the baby without inflicting injury or tears. When you're overpowered by the effort of exercising so much initiative and so much restraint and overwhelmed by so exceedingly many variables in your life being just barely out of your grasp that the tears come and your two-year-old climbs up next to you and puts her head on your shoulder and twirls your hair while you cry. These wins are precious, not because they make life easier, though that is appreciated, but because they remind us that the powers that be are pulling for us not only to make it through this, but to have joy in its midst. Someone out there wants us moms to keep on breathing and keep on trucking and keep squeezing our munchkins and our husbands till there's no doubt in their minds that they belong. Arguably, though, these wins could be considered so minor that you wouldn't recognize them unless you're actively looking, right? Exactly. And in that tiny crevice in your consciousness lies the choice. Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh has told us, quote, Sometimes your joy is the source of your smile, but sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. End quote. To me, that means that we have the option to adopt an attitude of happiness, even if the feelings are slightly delayed. We can choose to look for the winds, see them as winds, and smile at the winds, which really will do wonders for our mood and our life. And what is life but a collection of moments we create? And what is its purpose if not for joy? Science suggests that Thich Nhat Hanh is right. Malcolm Gladwell describes an illuminating study in his article, The Naked Face. Quote, Scientists published a study of this effect. They monitored the bodily indices of anger, sadness, and fear, heart rate and body temperature in two groups. The first group was instructed to remember and relive a particularly stressful experience. The other was told to simply produce a series of facial movements, as instructed by Ekman, to assume the position, as they say in acting class. The second group, the people who were pretending, showed the same physiological responses as the first. A few years later, a German team of psychologists published a similar study. They had a group of subjects look at cartoons, either while holding a pen between their lips, an action that made it impossible to contract either of the two major smiling muscles, the risorius and the zygomatic major, or while holding a pen clenched between their teeth, which had the opposite effect and forced them to smile. The people with the pen between their teeth found the cartoons much funnier. Emotion doesn't just go from the inside out. It goes from the outside in. What's more, neither the subjects assuming the position nor the people with pens in their teeth knew they were making expressions of emotion. In the facial feedback system, 
an expression you do not even know that you have can create an emotion you did not choose to feel. End quote. Isn't it incredible that pretending produced the same results? It's as if there's an endless feedback loop. Thoughts leading to feelings, leading to behavior, leading to more thoughts and feelings, and you can't tell which comes first, and you don't need to. All you need to know is that they are interwoven and causally connected and that you can jump in and change them at any point in the loop when you decide to. Wow, right? Remember in my last episode when I suggested that you try doing something you used to do when you felt more in love and it would change your feelings? Same thing. Intervene at any point on the loop. Don't wait for the feeling. This opens up a brand spanking new set of options for how you get to show up in your marriage, your family, and your life. Social psychologist Amy Cuddy, in a wonderful TED Talk, drives home the point further by citing research that reveals that if you stand like Wonder Woman for two minutes in a tall, broad, confident pose, even if you don't feel like it, your state of mind will change. Your body itself will change. It will start upping the production of power testosterone hormones. You can act as if you are the person you're trying to be and actually become that person. And let me assure you in the strongest of language that there is nothing fake about that. Checking in with your higher self and taking uncomfortable action which reflects the generous, grateful, world-changing nature you're striving to attain is arguably the most genuine thing you can do. So moms, keep smiling, keep winning, and keep taking one for the team. You're going to knock this out of the park. You deserve all the love and happiness you can hold. If you have a friend who would benefit from this episode, please share it. And take a few minutes and go to the link in the show description to take my super fun What is Your Wife Style quiz. Enter your email and you'll get marriage advice customized to your style. You can get my potentially life-changing free guide, 10 Ways to Feel Better About Your Marriage and Your Life right now at pages.bethechangeinyourmarriage.com. Till next time. Bye.